Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through every single matchup of week one for the NFL season and I'm going to be talking about whether or not I feel comfortable starting each of these quarterbacks or whether or not I'm going to have them on my bench. This way, you know, every single person who watches this video can find some value because I'm guaranteed to talk about your players. There's going to be timestamps down below. So if you guys kind of want to just jump around to whatever players you guys roster, that's totally fine. But I also think, you know, it could help to watch the entire video because these are going to be the players that you're playing against, you know, potentially trading for, maybe on the waiver wire, all of that stuff. And then after you guys watch this video, I'm going to have my tight end sit starts posting today. And then I already did my running backs and wide receivers. Those were posted yesterday. So go check those out if you haven't seen them already. And then if you guys are watching this and you enjoy the content, please just make sure you leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That would really help support me and I would appreciate it a lot. But let's just get right into it. Starting off with the Thursday night matchup between the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I think this is a no brainer. Both of these quarterbacks have to be starts. Dak Prescott, he's going to have to throw the ball a ton. This Buccaneers run D is so good. You also have Zach Martin out for the game. So I really think the Cowboys are going to have to throw the ball a ton, especially because I do expect the Buccaneers to be able to put up points fairly easily. So they're going to have to keep up. And so Dak is going to be feeding Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, all of those guys. So he is a locked in start. And then same thing with Tom Brady. I really think he's going to feast in this game. You've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, AB, all those tight ends, all those very talented running backs. So both of these guys are locked in starts for me. And then now moving on to Sunday, we're going to start it off with the Jaguars playing against the Houston Texans. And I'm going to be starting Trevor Lawrence in this game. You know, it's not a super solid start just because we really haven't seen him play in the regular season yet. But I mean, there really could not be a better matchup for a rookie quarterback to go against in week one. The Texans defense is just not it. And Trevor Lawrence does have a decent amount of weapons. You've got LaVisca, you've got Marvin Jones, you've got DJ Chark. So he really does have just all the weapons around him to be successful. He's also going to have James Robinson in the run game. So overall, this is just a great matchup for Trevor. On the other side with the Texans, there is no way I'm going to be starting Tyrod Taylor. I don't know if there's going to be one week this entire season where I feel comfortable throwing him into my lineup. This Texans team overall, offensively and defensively, is just going to be pretty terrible. He has practically no weapons. You know, Brandon Cooks is the only guy I'm even slightly excited about. So Tyrod Taylor is going to be a hard sit for me this week. Then the next game we've got here, it's the Chargers traveling to Washington to play the football team. And I'm going to be starting Justin Herbert. I really think he's kind of emerged as a guy who's going to be a locked in starter week in and week out. I just have a lot of confidence in him. I really like this Chargers offense this season. And even though this is a tough Washington football team defense. I do think Herbert is just talented enough to overcome it. He has the weapons around him. So I think he's going to have a solid week one. And then for Ryan Fitzpatrick, this was kind of a tough call just because Fitzpatrick can go out and put together some very impressive fantasy games. I kind of just want to see how this Washington football team operates. This team is going from Alex Smith to Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is a pretty major shift. You know, Alex Smith is a very conservative guy. He's not going to push the ball down the field compared to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is going to sling the ball 
all over the place. So I kind of just want to wait and see if they're really going to let Ryan Fitzpatrick loose. And if they do, I mean, he has more than enough weapons here to really put together some solid fantasy performances with Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Deami Brown. You've got Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick in that backfield. Logan Thomas at tight end. So if he comes out, lights it up week one, he's definitely a guy that I could see myself starting, you know, week two, week three, and for the rest of the season. We've got the Seahawks playing the Indianapolis Colts up next here, and this is going to be a clear start for Russell Wilson. He's another one of these guys just locked in week in, week out. He can be a confident start in your lineup. I mean, especially, you know, the first half of the season. He just lights it up. He has fallen off towards the end of the year, but week one, we're not going to have to worry about that now. And then for the Colts, Carson Wentz is a guy that I'm kind of just going to wait and see on. I don't really love the weapons around him. I do think he's going to have a bounce back year from last year, but I just kind of need to see him put it together. He's also coming back from this injury, so not a guy that I want to plug in into my lineup week one. Moving on to this Jets-Panthers matchup, I'm going to be sitting in both of these starting quarterbacks. Starting off with Zach Wilson, I do think he could go out and surprise some people this year. I just don't know if I want to count on it week one. You know, he does have a decent amount of weapons, but I really just want to see it. I want to see him kind of put together a few solid performances in a row before I just throw him into my lineup. And then for the Panthers, I'm going to be sitting Sam Darnold. I do think I'm a little bit higher on him than consensus, but I still just need to wait and see. He was never really given a fair shake with the Jets. I mean, this Panther situation is a major upgrade. You now have top weapons like DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, you have Terrace Marshall there. You're going to have Christian McCaffrey who can take some of the pressure off of that passing attack. But like I mentioned, you know, we haven't seen him perform at a fantasy relevant level yet. So I just need to see him produce before he's a start in my eyes. Now on to this Vikings and Bengals game. And actually, I feel confident starting both of these quarterbacks. For the Vikings, Kirk Cousins is definitely like a lower end start. You know, maybe this is a pretty deep league, maybe 14 teams, maybe 16 teams. But he's a guy that I feel like you can throw into your lineup. He may not go out and totally win you your week, but he's probably going to put together a respectable performance, probably somewhere between like 16 and 20 points per game. And that's just going to keep you in a nice kind of neutral spot. He's going to have these solid weapons with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, and this isn't a terrible matchup for him against this Bengals defense. It's just kind of a very safe start with Kirk. And then for the Bengals, Joe Burrow, I do feel very good about him. It looks like he's basically 100% back from that ACL tear. His weapons are stacked as well. You've got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. You've got Joe Mixon in that RB room. So I really like Joe Mixon, and I think the Bengals are going to be relying on that passing volume a ton this year, especially because that defense is not stellar. So the Vikings are probably going to put up points, and so the Bengals are going to have to keep up with them. Then we've got the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Tennessee to play the Titans. Both of these guys, for me, are going to be locked in starters on a week-to-week basis. Kyler Murray was my QB2 going into the season, so I'm not going to fade away from that. His ceiling is crazy. That rushing upside gives him a very solid floor, but also just makes his upside through the roof. So Kyler is an every week start. And then same thing with Ryan Tannehill. The man is just so consistent. He's so efficient, going to have a lot of touchdown upside. Also kind of has some sneaky production on the ground. And then they go out and bring in Julio Jones. How are you going to stop this offense with Julio, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry? I just don't know how teams are going to do it. And so he is a guy that I also feel confident plugging into my lineup every single week. And then we have this kind of interesting matchup here with the Niners and the Detroit Lions. 
and I'm going to be sitting both of these quarterbacks. I could honestly see an argument here for Jimmy Garoppolo being a start just because this Lions team is pretty poor overall. So I do think if you are ever going to start Jimmy Garoppolo, this would probably be the week. But I also think they're just going to get up to a lead. I think this defense is going to shut that Lions offense down. And I think they're just going to be able to run out the clock, which is why I really like Raheem Mostert and Trey Sermon this week. I talked about them both as starts in my running back start sit video. So, you know, Jimmy may be efficient, but I just don't know if he's going to have that overall passing volume because I just think they're kind of going to rely on this rushing attack. This Steelers-Bills matchup is something I'm very excited about, and I'm going to feel comfortable starting both of these guys. I'm much higher on Ben Roethlisberger than consensus. When I'm just looking at all these weapons he has, you've got Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, you've got Chase Claypool. Now you have Najee Harris coming in to balance out that offense. I still think, you know, even if he's not prime Big Ben, he's still going to be able to put together some very solid fantasy performances, and they're going to have to keep up with this high-scoring Buffalo Bills offense. I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, and Big Ben is going to have a very solid week. And then Josh Allen, you are never putting Josh Allen on your bench. This man is a top-tier quarterback, locked-in top-five guy, probably on a week-to-week basis for real NFL and for fantasy. So I'm going to be starting both of these players. And I'm also going to be starting both of the quarterbacks in this Eagles versus Falcons matchup. For Jalen Hurts, I really don't think we know how good he is as an NFL quarterback, but what we do know is he's going to have that rushing upside. And so even if he struggles throwing the ball, that rushing attack is really just going to give him a solid floor. So I feel like he's always going to be around that like QB 12 range. You know, if he really starts to break out, he could easily move up into that top tier quarterback group. But like I mentioned, that rushing attack just kind of really leaves him at that solid floor around the QB 12, a low end QB one. And then for Matt Ryan, you know, he's not a guy that I'd be super excited to throw into my lineup. He's definitely more of like a high end QB two for me. But if you're playing in deeper leagues, I could totally see you throwing him in there. I really like this fit with Arthur Smith. I think he's going to bring some nice play action passing to this offense, some very nice efficiency like he had in Tennessee. And you know, Matt Ryan, even though he did lose Julio Jones, those weapons are still pretty solid. You've got Calvin Ridley as the wide receiver one. You're bringing in Kyle Pitts, one of the best tight end prospects of all time. And then you've got some nice, you know, complimentary wide receiver weapons. You've got Russell Gage and a few other guys in that offense. So, you know, I feel confident throwing both of these guys into my lineup. Now we've got one of the best games of the entire week here with the Cleveland Browns traveling to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. And I'm going to be sitting Baker Mayfield. I could definitely see an argument that he could be a start just because this is a pretty solid matchup for these kind of wide receivers and for Baker. But I just don't feel comfortable starting him because this Browns team is just so run oriented. You know, that passing attack is really a complimentary kind of piece to that rushing attack with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So he really has to put up like two or three passing touchdowns to be a solid guy in your lineup. And I just don't know if I want to bank on that, especially when you look at the efficiency that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt had getting into the end zone last season. And then for the Chiefs, no brainer, Patrick Mahomes, locked in starter every single week. You know, you don't really need to say anything about that. We're moving on to Jacksonville, but this is not going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is going to be the Green Bay Packers playing the New Orleans Saints in Jacksonville because of the whole, you know, hurricane situation and Aaron Rodgers locked in start. Basically, like a lot of these guys I've talked about, week in, week out, you should feel confident throwing him into your lineup. 
And then I am going to be sitting Jameis Winston. I am a little bit optimistic just from what we saw in the preseason. He definitely seems improved. He definitely seems improved from when he was on the Bucks, but that doesn't necessarily translate to a better fantasy player. He had a ton of value on the Buccaneers just because he would go out, he would turn the ball over a ton, but then it would get the team behind. He would have to throw the entire game and he would rack up an absurd amount of volume and touchdowns. He's not going to be able to play like that with the Saints. If he goes out and starts turning the ball over a ton, Taysom Hill is going to be in that game so fast. You also just don't have a ton of complementary weapons around him. You know, Marquez Callaway is the wide receiver one, so just not a very stacked offense around him. So I just don't see the upside with Jameis this year. This next matchup here between the Dolphins and the Patriots, in my mind, is not looking great at the quarterback position. I think this is a game that's going to be dominated by the defenses. And on offense, I think it's going to be the run game that kind of carries both of these teams. So I do not feel confident starting Tua or Mac Jones. For Tua, you know, I do think he could definitely take a jump in year two, but I just need to see it first. Also, his probably wide receiver one, Will Fuller, is not playing this game because of his suspension that's carried into 2021. So I'm just going to have to take a wait and see approach on Tua. And then for Mac Jones, you know, I think he's probably going to go in there. He's going to be efficient. He's going to make the right plays. He just doesn't have any ceiling. He has zero rushing upside, and it is very tough to be a top-tier fantasy quarterback if you don't have that rushing upside. I mean, you're looking at guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You know, those are really the top two guys who are like locked in top 10 options who don't have that rushing upside. And I'm sorry, but Mac Jones is just not even close to their level. And so he's going to be a sit until he can prove to me that, you know, he could go out on a week to week basis and rack up a decent amount of passing touchdowns. I personally don't see it, but you know, who knows? This is another matchup where I do not feel comfortable starting either quarterback. And it's going to be the Denver Broncos traveling to New York to play the Giants. For Teddy Bridgewater, even though he has a lot of solid pieces around him, he just has zero upside as a fantasy football quarterback. You know, last season, he only threw like 15 touchdowns in 15 games with a wide receiver core of DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Curtis Samuel. So even though he has these weapons, you know, he may be able to give them volume. I just don't think he's going to give them a ton of upside. So I'm not going to be starting Teddy. And then for Daniel Jones, you can kind of see the path to some success for him this year. You know, he has that rushing upside. They brought in Kenny Galladay. You have Saquon coming back, but it just kind of seems like it's all falling apart. Saquon is expected to play, but he's likely going to be limited. Kenny Galladay, we don't know if he's going to play. Evan Ingram, he's apparently a long shot to play. So I'm just not really liking how this week is shaking out, and I do not feel comfortable plugging Daniel Jones into my lineup. On to Sunday night football. We have the Bears traveling to play the Los Angeles Rams. And for the Bears, this is a no-brainer sit with Andy Dalton. I don't think I'll ever be starting Andy Dalton in my lineup. Everyone is just waiting to see when Justin Fields is going to take over that QB1 role. I mean, he easily outplayed Andy Dalton in the preseason, and Fields has a ton of fantasy upside once he is able to take over that job just because of his rushing attack. On the other side with the Rams, I do feel comfortable starting Matthew Stafford. You know, this isn't an ideal matchup against the Bears, but I think he has the weapons around him to kind of overcome this. You've got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby at tight end. You've also got Deshaun Jackson there. It's just a lot of guys that I think can make an impact. And you know, he may not be one of these high upside guys this week because the matchup isn't great, but I still think he's going to be a very safe guy that you can feel comfortable throwing into your lineup. On to the last game of the week, Monday Night Football. We've got the Ravens traveling to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. 
And obviously, Lamar Jackson, locked in starter. You know, don't really need to say much about that. On the Raiders side, I do not feel comfortable throwing Derek Carr into my lineup. He just does not have enough weapons around him. He basically has Darren Waller and then a bunch of guys that you're kind of throwing darts on to hope they kind of come through and break out. So he's not someone I want. He doesn't have that rushing upside to overcome those poor weapons. So he is basically a floor play at best. And I don't think he's someone who's probably even going to crack like my top 20 weekly quarterbacks very often. All right. So those are my start sits for all 16 week one NFL matchups. If you guys enjoyed the video, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Do you guys have sit start questions, maybe some trade offers, any of that stuff? comment down below. I'll make sure to respond to everyone who comments. And then if you kind of want to get more in depth with fantasy football, I have just created a Patreon page. So there you can get discord access where you can ask me like one-on-one questions, fantasy advice, start sits, all of that. And then I also have my seasonal rankings, my weekly rankings. So every Thursday and Friday, I kind of post like a top 30, maybe top 20 for each position. But on Patreon, you'll have like top 60 wide receiver rankings, top 50 running backs. So just more information. And then weekly trade targets, trade pieces, waiver wire pickups with explanations, all of that stuff. So if you're interested, the link will be down below in the caption. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you next time.